Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Feel a weird, uh, Robbie. Robbie? 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 Feel a weird, Robbie. If uh, Brupolo was in Stafford Springs. That would be a little weird. You're staying with the Springs. I it was not name a I just I just I picked a county at random today and I was like, what city have I not done in here? And that was one. So there you go. No, one of our favorites, the unincorporated communities. Love those. Seems to be a lot of those in Mississippi. Yeah. This place is probably, place is probably- they, they got they got a little little country store there to eat place to eat on here near a little country the- kitchen yeah look, I'm, I'm telling you probably good probably good Mac and Vic's country store just just it's probably good maybe we should go try it out well if we're ever in Vossburg we can nice so there you go. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Don't forget, with every purchase, you support the Bulldog Initiative. And don't forget this holiday season, if you've got a coffee lover in your family, Strange Brew Coffee makes a great, great gift. Pip Printing in Ridgeland, 30 years of service to the state of Mississippi. And guys, if you are a business owner, you know that how much you know you you rely on your printing services to get the message of your business out there. Pip Printing has it all: envelopes, forms, banners, window and wall graphics, 3D signage. But best of all, if you're a Thunder and Lightning listener, that means you're probably a Mississippi State fan. And if you are, unless you know you're Pratt Rogers, then then you're not. But if if you are, and you want to do business with Bulldogs, Pip Printing gives you that opportunity. To not only work with an MSU-owned business, but a business that's going to donate money back to the Bulldog Initiative with every sale. So this is money you already spend every month, every year on printing. You can switch it over to PIP Printing, and boom, that part of that, part of that is going right back to the Bulldog Initiative. That is a win-win if ever I've heard one. Call my buddy Camden Baker over at 601-499-5216 or visit them online, pipridgeland.com, and find out what PIP Printing can do for you. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. It really is just this simple, guys. We're in the holiday season. You're, you're Bulldogs. You might be Rebels. You might be Golden Eagles. I don't know. Hey, Golden Eagles probably listen every now and then. And then when, if you do and you're looking for some great merchandise to support your team, they've got it at College Corner. 
Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always just shop online, collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is 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 coming up. It's coming up. I don't I don't have to say a whole lot. I'm just going to be saying. I'm doing a little happy dance here because Robbie has to pay for my meal. Friday night, we're going Friday night. We yes, that is confirmed. There. All right. We were locked in. I, 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 I'm not going to do what you did either. If we go and they're not open, we're like, we're just waiting. Oh, I know. All right, I'm, I'm going to restaurant Tyler. But we will go somewhere to eat. Yeah, well, we will. But I'm not. Just, I'm not going to drive I'll just back. Pick to... up my own tab. But they, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Like, I guess I got to drive 30 minutes home and eat there now. Well, that that was kind of the issue we had last year because yes, I was like, yes. well, I mean, gosh, like, I'm already here. But that that night, everything was closed. Everything was started. closed. It was really weird. What what was happening? I don't know, man. It, it was was it like the week of Christmas or yeah I forget what it was it was like a Tuesday too so I don't know I don't know. It doesn't matter this time we're doing a restaurant Tyler crawfish dip barbecue okra steaks and of course a stuffed pancake at the end of that there looking forward to it I'm gonna have to go I have to walk a little extra that morning make make room for that stuffed pancake but don't worry I'll do it it's just that good every time at restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations ready to serve you here in our great state. Central Mississippi, if you live down in that area, there's going to be a Priority One Bank near you. So why not open an account with a bank that gives you small-town service with big-time financial performance? We're talking about a local bank, a community bank, that's going to treat you the way you want to be treated, like a neighbor. And it just makes it makes a difference. It makes a difference in our communities when we bank locally, just like when we shop locally and eat locally. So go to their website, PriorityOneBank.com, to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. There's Rumblings Day here on the uh, – we've only got two uh, rumblings left this year. we got this one and the next week, and then that's that, because, you know, the week of Christmas, we are we are out. So, Oh. Yeah. So – well, 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 we've only got two of these left for the for for the year, but you know we have plenty left in the uh, in the in the time we have on this planet. So uh, we start with Colton. Wa- look at Colt Watson getting back in the in the mix. First first questions today: Are we going to look back in March and thinking thinking that the literal influenza virus might have been the only thing stopping Mississippi State from being a three seed or better? Eh, I I don't I don't know. Three seed is I don't know about that. Do we even know if that's if that's true? That's never it has not been confirmed. So, although we were told the media did know, right, and we were keeping oh, it from people, we were keeping it from people, like we would keep that information from people, right? Because we had we just, it. Yeah, we just sat at home laughing at y'all that we knew and you didn't. That's how that's how the media works, don't you know? So maybe I should Fake just news. An anonymous Twitter account and tend to know things and just call people out and. And then when I get called out for it, I'll just delete the tweets. That's what, yes. I'll, that's what I'll do. Uh, Seems fun. Yeah. Three seed is kind of hopeful, in my opinion, by the way. On a scale I of mean, three, they would have to be like, they'd have to win like, uh, they, like they 14 lose, games. They'd have to, they couldn't lose more than like three or four more games the rest of the year. Yeah. Like they, they'd have to, they'd have to probably win 14 in SEC play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would be 14 and four. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. But uh, I do think like, a five seed, maybe, could be. That's the very number. much on the table. Yes, very much on the table there. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, 
One being winning a national championship in football. Ten being your arch rival winning a national title the year after you finally did it. How Mississippi State would the above scenario be? I'm trying to make sure I understand this question here. So, uh, first off, I don't understand why one is good and ten is bad. Normally, that's the other way around, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's throwing me off right off the top here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I mean, it, it happened to Alabama. Alabama won the national title in 2009, and then in 2010, Auburn won the national title. Yeah, but then Bama would go on Bama to win like next, three more. Well, Bama won in 11. They won in 11 and 12. They won three out of four. So, yeah. Um, When is the last time any Mississippi State really needed a win and then gave you the most anxiety-free game possible? Uh, this past Saturday. That's true. <laughs> that game was <laughs> over in the first two minutes. Before that, when was the last time? Yeah. Um, Maybe like the... Well, I mean, the national championship the national baseball, championship game was sure. uh, was nine nothing after like the third inning. Yeah, you felt good. Like you, you. The only thing that was giving you anxiety was what's going to happen. Mississippi right. State's got to blow this, and, and it never happened. So yeah, that might yeah. Be, that might be the, the correct answer. Uh, let's see here. Who's got our next question? Sheldon Nations. Is it safe to say Croom left the MSU roster in better shape than Leach? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, Kroom left a ton of guys that, that were good on that 2019, most notably Anthony Dixon, uh, K.J. Wright, um, um, Derek Sherrod were all those, those teams. But also, you know, he already had got commitments from Fletcher Cox and Josh Boyd and Jonathan Banks and all those guys. So, yeah, I mean, you can, you can make that case for sure. But also, you got to think that yeah, there was no transfer portal back then. So, what does the roster look like if guys could have left every year under Kroom? It's just a. I mean, this year, situation. This, he, I think the team was left in good shape. Had it been Mike Leach's team, yeah, this team was fine for Mike Leach, but it wasn't fine for. I think it was fine for a lot of coaches. I just don't know that it was fine for Zach Arnett. So, I mean, it was it was in pretty good shape on defense. We thought. And they, they were bringing back basically, you know, everybody in the front six outside of Tyrus Wheat. I don't know. Kroon did leave the roster in pretty good shape, though. Mm. Yeah, the, Like the future, like it was building. Right. Mississippi State was left in good shape under Leach with experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The players that were returning had been here for four, five, six years. So they should have been able to turn in a, a good season. Right. Uh, let's see here. Rob Fuller, when did the Bulldog Initiative hire all of Ole Miss Twitter? They seem the most informed about the spending habits of Charlie and company. If you ever want to know what your rival is doing, go to your your own team's message boards. Nobody knows more about what your rival is doing than the fans of the other side. Yeah, let's be real. Mississippi State... People are are talking about what deals Ole Miss people are getting to. Oh yeah, no question. Like we, like, so I, th- I think it's I think it's going both ways. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Brian Norman, if a super division is formed in college football, will state be a part of it, or do we drop down to another league? I didn't know how many teams. Thirty-two states in trouble. 
State's in trouble at 32. 64, they're fine. Yeah. I I don't know if the SEC – I think the SEC is going to continue to be what it is. The SEC yeah, is going to remain its brand. They're not dropping anybody. It just becomes a question yeah. of does college football go to a super conference and, and, and goes from there. I kind of lean on it on – it that not happening. Yeah. Like, I, I think I there's I agree with you. I think there's going to be, you know, three or four conferences. And they'll just keep loading up and it'll be, you know Here's here's what people never always miss, Robbie, is that you have to win games, right? You know, if you're Georgia, do you really want your schedule to be Alabama, Texas, Oklahoma, LSU, Ohio State, Michigan, USC Right. Do you really want that to be your schedule? You have to have some games you can win. Yeah. So that's why Georgia needs Mississippi State, the way Mississippi State needs Southern Mississippi, the way Southern Mississippi needs um I'm trying to think of somebody they, they beat on the regular that's a like from a conference USA, like a rice or something. I mean, and go and rice needs Sam Houston State and, and, and it, it's 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 a tree, you know, and you gotta have everybody sort of going up the tree there. So yeah. All right, uh, from Josh, what's a food combination people eat that you can't get behind? Pineapple and pizza is the first one that pops in my head. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't I don't want my pizza to be sweet. Plus, I'm eating a dessert pizza. I don't want ham and pet pineapple pizza. Um, yeah, if I get a dessert pizza, I'm going like the cinnamon. Yeah, or chocolate. What, what's or the cinnamon thing? That it, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. The, the best one, the old Pizza Inn. They had the chocolate chip pizza. That was so good. So good. It's like a really I miss thin the, cookie. It's so good. I really miss the Pizza Hut buffet. Oh. They, Back in the day. The desserts. They, yeah, they had, they had the apple cinnamon. They had the blueberry and the cherry. Oh, mm, love them. That Pizza Hut buffet was elite. It was. Uh, how close is Tolu to coming back to the court? It seems to be pretty close. I think he's going to be back before SEC play starts. So maybe by the end of this month. You and I, from the start, have said that, by the yep. way. Yep. Even when Chris Jan said publicly it was going to be middle of January. You see what I said to Richard the other day? What? He's like, John Rothstein tweeted that uh, Tolu Smith, blah, 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 and I'm just sitting there like, I exist, Richard. Like, I've been saying that for a month on my show. I've been saying that. He's like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, I was like. I doubt he's listening to your show. He does listen. He likes. He listens to us on Sundays when he goes and does his, his yard. Oh, okay. So Richard is an avid listener. He, he does his yard on Sundays. That's what he said. Yeah, in the afternoons. I can see him out there like cutting the grass with scissors to make sure everything is like perfectly aligned. He got a big kick out of us on uh on on this past Monday's pod when we were talking about how the Blake Shapin news broke in the last five minutes and how we were just going off on Borky about it. Borky's talking about God knows what over there. <laughs> You got a you got a kick out of that. So, I just I I cannot get enough of these clips on Twitter. We talked about this mm-hmm. that when Borky's ranting on on something that you just don't care about, and you just pick up your cell phone, start texting, yeah. you're looking at Twitter, yeah, just completely disengaged. Yeah. As soon as I hear live golf or <laughs> you know playoff expansion, just. <laughs> These might as well be noise find the, headphones at that point. Let's go find the no-context Ric Flair. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's see what he's saying. 
Exactly. Uh, the Junction Report. Explain for someone not from Mississippi the dynamic of how community college football works. Are there conferences? Do they play other teams within Mississippi? So you play teams within Mississippi. The the the, the M M J C C A or something like that. I, I'm not saying M A M A C C C. I think okay. is what it is now or something like they, that. That's it conference. used to be the it used to be the M A C J C. Right, 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 right. And so you play your 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 other teams here in Mississippi, and then it, uh, the good enough teams go to the junior the community college playoffs, and you play. Uh, did did the EMC win the national title? They're playing this weekend. This weekend, okay. So they're in they're in Little Rock playing this weekend. They're playing, they're playing um, somebody from Kansas, I will assume. Uh, California. Butler, maybe? Butler, Kansas. Yeah. Butler is always good. Blinn, that's where Cam Newton was. There's a couple out in California, but EMCC Northwest has been really good through the years. So yeah. Uh also from the Junction Report, hypothetically, if, if Florida State declined the invitation to the Orange Bowl and State was the last team out, could State potentially get the nod to replace them and play Georgia? No. The, the First off, the, the, the Orange Bowl is contractually obligated to take a, the highest-rated ACC team. So what happens is Louisville bumps up into the Orange Bowl, and then everybody else bumps up from there. So whatever the last ACC team is, that's where State would end up going, I guess. But I think State would decline that anyway. EMCC is playing Iowa Western. Iowa, that's another good one. Another team, Iowa Western, or Iowa Wesleyan. Iowa, Iowa Western. Okay. Yeah, they're playing on. Oh, they're actually playing tomorrow. Yeah. At seven p.m. on ESPNU. So there you go. as you're listening, or tomorrow, tomorrow. Today, as you're listening. Okay. They're playing on Wednesday. Wednesday at seven p.m. ESPNU. Yeah. It, that's an interesting. National Championship Day. I guess they want to get everybody to view. Yeah, we got you know we got bowl don't have to worry about we got a bowl game starting this week. So I mean, you know, plus those guys got to get you got to get them out so they can get ready for you know early enrollments and things like that at, at their the various colleges. So yeah, uh, Cameron McGee asked, did we miss an opportunity to storm the field in the 2014 Auburn game? Those atmospheres are few and far between. Probably, but Davis Wade Stadium is not really set up for field storming. Like it's a big drop from the uh, from the stands to the state to the field. That's a, I mean, you got to jump. You got to jump. jump over the stands onto the sidewalk, and then you got to leap over fence. Yeah, it's, so it's just it's just not. It's designed to not have fines. It's basically what that is. Uh, I kind of like the fact that they didn't because it just it makes it look like you know it was just a it was a game like it was a big game, but it's not like the Super Bowl for you. Right. I'm not against fun and all that, but I'm just storming right. the field for beating like a, you know, a top 20 team. Yeah. Like, like some teams do. Like yeah. it's just kind of. That, that's much. one where, I mean, they beat the number three team in the nation. They were going to. Yeah. Beat- that I, I'm not talking like about that, but like yeah. it's become more than. It's become more yeah. the norm to do that for games well, that don't I mean, you got people storming deserve- the court now after winning, beating an unranked team that they were. Fit. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing here? Um, where am I? Wes Peary asks us, any suggestions for weekends to book a hotel for the 2024 football season? The SEC schedule isn't out yet, and I'd rather gamble on a room with free cancellation than spend $1,000. So here's the thing. Tonight is the night they announce those dates. So if you're listening to us in the morning, you've got a window here. I thought about this the other day. Why wouldn't you just book every weekend? From some from the from the first weekend of September 
through you know you know that the uh, the egg bowl is on the road this year so that you can go the weekend before thanksgiving right book a hotel room for everyone and then cancel the ones you need to yeah i mean you're probably talking if about if you don't have to if you don't have to use your credit card i mean that would kind of suck to rack yeah. up a bill for 12 weeks yeah but then you get you get it yeah you get it refunded once you once you you cancel and we already know the first 3 weeks of the season those those dates are in, and the first two home games are week one and week two, and then State goes to Arizona State, I believe, week three. So you know the first two games are home games. And so basically you just need to go, you know, figure it out from there. And then you just cancel, and then you hopefully uh, – now I think hotels are kind of unscrupulous on this. I think once they announce the schedule, they'll cancel. Like if you booked – if I booked for the weekend of October the 19th right now, and then we end up, that's that's going to be Mississippi State hosting Florida that week, right? So I got it for like 150 a night. They would they would cancel that, I think. I'm almost positive they would. Like they would be like, oh, you know, we had something. You know, they, they, it's they, kind they, of crappy. It is crappy. The, the hotels are, are a huge issue. And I look, I'm a capitalist. I believe in making money. But you only have so many hotels. And when there's, you know, 600 bucks a night and it's a two-night minimum, two night minimum, I understand why I people understand. don't come. I understand. And it's kind of weird, like... Starville needs more hotels for that, but like, but they're only going to be used throughout yeah. the year. You're only good, you know, maybe eight weekends a year, ten weekends a year tops. You know, if baseball's good, yeah. I mean, it's it's just not and the the supply and demand isn't there for another hotel. Mm-hmm. Only in during football season, that's it, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Mormon asks us after the terrible season of football and the Egg Bowl loss. Ever seen such a turnaround in attitude? It's like it literally happened 10 years ago. Can you remember any other time like this? Yeah. When Kroom got fired and they brought Mullen in. Yeah, that was even... That's probably even even more so mm-hmm. that year. Yeah, Everybody was on board with that. Mm-hmm. Also from Steve, on the defensive coordinator hire, if we went for a sitting D.C., did we end up going cheap, or as Uncle Junior said about Richie April? Levy couldn't sell it. He's too short. Didn't command respect. I literally just watched that episode last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Richie April is moving against you. Yep. I I watched that. I watched that one and um, the one where uh, Tony obviously has food poisoning. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying he had food poisoning. Listening to this podcast, we don't want to spoil it. the The description I gave is that he had food poisoning. That's I never said nothing else. Tony has food poisoning. Correct. Oh, I know what happens there. Yeah, so we we both. (laughs) You were like a brother to me. Yeah. Um, bearded man with a fish. Do you think Ole Miss being ten and two is the primary cause? Of the message board chaos, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't help people? Them being ten, ten and two and bringing back their whole roster mm-hmm. and they're getting guys at the portal. Yes, yeah, they are, they are successful right now. Mississippi State is not. You know, it it happens the other way around. State state it'll flip eventually. Mississippi yeah. State will be the one on that end, and Ole Miss will be fighting from behind trying to make stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it definitely. It has a lot to do with the stress. Yeah. Unrelated, isn't it obvious that Lebby, Selman, Lamonis, and Jans have to go right now? I mean, they can't. They got to get these things going. 
I'm willing to, I'm willing to let Lebby and uh, Selman have a little more time. Jans, uh, he's he's on thin ice, and well, Lamonis is Lamonis. So, Can we high. see him on Saturday night? No, he he won't be there. I uh, I did invite him, but he he's he's sent to me out of town. So. He heard that I was going to be there. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Because last year you lied to him. You said I wasn't going to be there. Apparently, and he walked in and saw me and was extremely disappointed. Don't lie. He was just joking with you. Was he? Yes. Yes, he was. Huh? Uh, great question here from Reed Green. I know you're going to enjoy answering it. Why do Arkansas fans have this sense of superiority over Ole Miss and Mississippi State when I believe 98 percent of their national championships are in cross country and track? They fall flat in o- Omaha every time. They've won one championship in basketball way back in 1994 and are a combined 9 and 15 against State uh, and Ole Miss since 2012. It's true. I don't understand. I don't understand it. They are the most big for their britches fan base I've ever met. It's like the guy on Sunday is, I I still can't get over it. Like, just tried to, tried, never seen anything backfire on somebody like that in quite some time. Thought he was making a, a, a burn on Mississippi State and instead totally burned Arkansas. And the, the, my favorite part of it was the guy he brought up, he was like, that guy's not nearly as good as uh, this guy is from Arkansas. That guy has 100% crystal balls to Missouri. Right. So, like, is it, you can't even lock him down in your own state. You can't even lock in your own guy. Come on. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing, like, Arkansas is its own is in its own state. Like, they they – control that whole state they don't have any other schools that are competing with them right like mississippi state and Ole miss are right so it's even that's even more like that's even more of a mark against them that they are basically the lsu of their state and right. they're not having more success than mississippi state and Ole miss right. in football right so i mean i, I don't i do not understand it i, really, I mean even objectively I mean, we obviously are going to lean on favoring Mississippi State and Ole Miss in this argument. But even if you step away and you look at the numbers and you look at what the two programs have done against Arkansas, and Ole Miss and Arkansas series has been closer. It's It's been kind of similar to maybe like State and A&M, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Ole Miss has also been – more productive against Arkansas in the last few years than they have in the past. State right. has just flat out dominated yeah. in football. So and, I like and I don't get it. And in basketball. In basketball. They, they've they dominated Howland, state for in baseball. Reason, Howland owned Arkansas basketball. I never understood why he had so much success against them, but he did. And then Jans, remember last year, that was a game where people were like, okay, state's gonna go and be in trouble when they go to this game in Arkansas. State dominated that game from start to finish. We kept waiting for Things to fall apart, and they just did. never would. Now and they went to yeah, Fayetteville. They've, had, they've had the edge on state over the last you know decade. State has the national title, and Arkansas doesn't. Yeah, so I don't. I don't understand it, man. Yeah, I don't get right. it. Also, from Reed Green, are are Daniel Hill and Stonka Burnside the two most important recruits in the same class ever for the football program? It's tough to say ever, right? It, it's tough to say ever. I mean, when you when you when you look back at it, isn't Dak Prescott? Going to be in that in that conversation, yeah. But I get what he's saying in terms of perception, right? If State gets those two guys, especially you know, getting Stonka, who decommitted at your lowest point, to get him all the way back is big, and to get Daniel Hill, who you and I have been talking about, was not giving State the time of day 
for months and then to just get him back in the boat, that shows you that that people will buy into Jeff Levy. Yeah, it's just big for their future. Yeah. And I think this is really important. I know everybody wants to transfer portal guys, and they do need to get some guys, but I really feel like this high school class is important for Mississippi State to kind of build a cornerstone and, you know, kind of a building block class to get you going because you are going to need to build this thing too. That They can't just piece this together year by year with the transfer portal. I think it's still important to get good high school players. Yeah. And, you know, you won't hold on to all these guys for the next few years, but if you can get a core group of these guys that can kind of set the tone for you and it, a lot like, you know, that 2009 class did for Dan Mullen, I think that's big for Jeff Levy. So it would be huge to get those two as offensive pieces for you in Levy's first year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ford Polk asks us, when one loses the pick'em, is there a limit that you can set on how much money you spend at restaurant Tyler, or do you order as much as you possibly can? I always said, and it's, you know, with you, it's not as much of it was not an issue, and it wasn't with Joel either. But with Bob, it was I won't pay for the booze. If you want drinks, that's on you. I'll pay for food. You said that, or Bob did? I I said that because I I don't ever drink hardly when I when I go to dinner, but. With Bob, I was like, I'm not, you know, if you're, you, I know you, Bob, and I was just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and like let you, you know, down ten cosmopolitans while we're eating dinner. <laughs> I have to pay for that too. So, uh, yeah. But as far as food goes, I have never put a limit on anybody. I've always said get whatever you want, and uh, the times that I've won, I have not limited it myself. So, I know. I remember my two brothers' bill, which was not terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was, wasn't terrible. It's going to be uh, significantly worse on Friday. Yeah. I'll rank these alien invasion movies: Signs, War of the Worlds, Battle Los Angeles, Independence Day, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and The Faculty. I think we would both agree Independence Day is one. That's the where's best. Mars Attack? <laughs> That's a great movie. Jack Nicholson, yeah. Pierce Bro- Brosnan. Yeah, Jim Brown. Jim Brown yeah. started punching them in the head until their heads explode. Yeah. You know you know that that's what you – do you remember the impact players above average Mike Sanders? Yes. That's, that's what – that was what that was when they were like, when you're, you're just SOL. <laughs> it was the Mars attack thing. Remember Jack Black was like – he was in that movie yes. too. Yes. He was like in the that army or something. Like he, cast. he was like running down – he was like running after him, and they just like yeah. shot him in the legs, and his whole body just disintegrated. Me and so, my dad used to watch that all the time. I'm saying Independence Day is first on this list. You know what's last, even though it's really a good movie? Science is so dumb. Yeah. These aliens are allergic to water, so they invade a planet that is 75% water. Yeah. Really stupid. I mean, I just like the whole movie. I'm like, this movie is great and it's cool. And then you find out that, that there's water. The water is what gets these aliens. Like water? There's water in the air at all times. Is Battle Los Angeles with The Rock? No, or no, that's no. that's San Andreas. Is in that movie or something? You're thinking of you're, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking of San Andreas. The San Andreas fault line. Yeah, yeah. It's not. The rest of them don't matter. It's Independence Day is one, and Signs is last because of its dumb premise. And the rest of yeah. them, I mean, I can I can just live with whatever. What I'll say is, 
War of the Worlds, if it mm-hmm. wasn't like movie, if it was just concept, yeah, would be number one on this list, right? Because H.G. Wells wrote the War of the Worlds, and I think he had a radio broadcast, right, yes, where he was correct. broadcasting it, and it and pe- sounded real. People, people panicked because they thought it was a, a, they didn't realize it was a a, a a radio broadcast. They thought it was in the news. Yeah, so. and so like that, that was. Like in that time period was probably mind blowing. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the movie itself, with the they had they had an old one. Uh, they had an old movie that was, you know, back in the day would have been a great movie, but now it's kind of it seems kind of dumb. But mm-hmm. the new one's got Tom Cruise in it, right? And was just okay. Um, I've never seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The Faculty was an interesting. Uh, movie, yeah, one of those like late nineties, I think, era movies. That, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, re- I don't really have an opinion on some of these. That's what I'm saying, like, I, I have a strong opinion about one, and I have a strong opinion about last, and the rest of them are just wherever you want to put them. I don't care. Since I haven't seen Battle Los Angeles or Invasion of the Body Snatchers, mm-hmm. I'll just say like, sure, Independence Day, War of the Worlds, The Faculty. Signs of Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Battle Los Angeles. Okay, that'll work. I'm not as down on signs as you are. Yeah, because I saw that in theaters when it first so came out. It was. So I. I, I thought it was a good movie. the The ending was kind of it kind of left me. Right. Um, AC Griffin asks if you were given the gift of any vehicle as a daily driver, what would you choose and why? The availability of service is not a factor. So this is just saying I can drive a car, whatever car I want, every day. Is that, what is, is that saying to me? Like the yep. question is not very well worded. Yeah, I don't understand. And basically, if he's just saying if I could have a car, what what kind of car would I drive? Is that what is is that what it? Yes, if you were, if somebody gave you a car, mm-hmm. and that's what you that's what you're going to drive every day. Mm-hmm. What would you choose? Which car would you choose? Can I drive the Tumbler? The Batmobile from uh, The Dark Knight? Can I have that? And that would be pretty wild to drive that around Starville. Can you imagine if you saw that pulling a lot? Oh my God, it'd be so great. Like you, you, pull, up, you pull up to the Cotton District and it's like... Um, I forget which one that was where like all the, all the, like the people on the streets were like walking up to it, trying to get into it and like mm-hmm. get it locked up and everything. That's uh-huh. what would happen in the cotton district. Yeah. That, that's, that's the old Batmobile from like, uh, like the, eight, like the, the, the like from Batman from the first Batman, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You have like all the frat boys and sorority girls coming from drifters and all those places, yeah. like looking in, seeing what yeah. it is. So that, or if I have to get like an actual car, I want to get a uh, Sonny Crockett's Lamborghini, uh, from uh, from uh from the uh from Miami Vice. Nice. So, what about you? My well, you you got to think about like gas too. Like I'm gonna drive this every day, mm-hmm. so I, I want it. I don't want it to be burning gas. What about, what about where I'm having kit? to pay kit? Yeah. Night Rider. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean. We we don't quite have like a talking car right now, but I mean, you basically like you can get a car like that these days right, just right, about. Right. 
little AI in there. I don't know if it's got that, the gun. It's got a missile launcher on it, but you know. Yeah, this one doesn't. We don't have cars that have weapons, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, mine would be probably like a you know one of those cars that like drives by itself. Okay. I want to make sure though that it's not going to turn on me or anything like that. Like maximum like I, overdrive out here. What's going on? I'm a little nervous about these cars that are controlling themselves. Yeah. Because oh, eventually, like that. the technology, the technology is going to screw up in it because yeah. technology screws up in everything. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's do one more here. Tanner Bolware. So far, what? How would you grade the overall staff hires that Jeff Levy has made? Eh. C C plus. There's just not a big name in there. There's not anything that just like gets me excited and says, "Oh, I can't believe they got that guy." I think I think it's probably like a B minus. Yeah. The so potential is there. Yeah. I'll say the potential's there, but it's just kind of unproven in some spots. There's no question in my mind the best hire was just retaining Bumpus. Yeah. So I mean that that that's that's what it tells you something. Uh, Tanner Bowler, how likely is Josh Hubbard to win SEC Freshman of the Year? I mean, he's on a good pace right now. We'll put it that way. He's he's one of the front runners for National Freshman of the Year right yeah, now. He really is, yeah. And then last one, any news on how the pitching staff is looking after some time with Parker? I mean, if you watch some of the fall stuff, and they they were they 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 looked okay, I guess. But I mean. You know, I, I, it's tough to t- take things away from scrimmages because that means if if they are dominating out there, it means your hitters probably aren't very good. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I've not, keep up with a lot and I'm fall. Not, I'm not either. I'll, I'll start worrying like, about it next month. I, like, uh, shout out to the people that do. You know, I appreciate the time they put in, but it yeah. just doesn't matter. Yeah, to me until. We, we've seen so many people that have just been killing it in the fall that do nothing in the spring and vice versa guys that just like barely made a roster or something. So until they get out there and we start to see some preseason stuff and they start to play games, I just, I'm not really locked in on baseball right now. Let's move into the rest of the, the, rest of the rumble. I'm sorry. I was an echo there. I thought you were saying something. Uh, no. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi beef council. Who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. I was at uh, Kroger today, man. It's it's crazy the, the amount of different cuts they have. This is just a normal Kroger, uh, you know, meat market here. But they had flank steak and skirt steak, flat iron steaks out there. They had some tri tips, uh, some brisket flats, some whole brisket, some beef back ribs. There's just so many great options that you can throw on the grill when we're talking about beef. And that's what I like to do. You know, I'm a grilling guy. Robbie is a grilling guy, and you should be too. So fire up the grills this uh, this holiday season and enjoy some beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. When you're in Starkville, if you aren't making a, a trip to Two Brothers, eh, not really sure what you're doing there. So... This, uh, this year, as you're coming up for basketball, coming up for baseball, whenever you make a trip back here to Mississippi State, make sure you've got a trip to Brothers also on your agenda. And don't forget, with every purchase, every wing you enjoy, every bite of delicious food at Two Brothers supports the Bulldog Initiative. So make sure you've got them on the list. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. 
Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you to Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. That's a long time to stay in business, and you can only do it when you take care of your customers. So when you need technology for your business, give Advantage Business Systems a call, and then if you need service on those products, you just call them back. No 1-800 numbers, no call centers, no out-of-state technicians. Just easy doing it business with people here in the state of Mississippi. 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue has the next pullover or polo you want to purchase. They've got great-looking polos, great styles, maroon, white, gray. That's it. And not all in the same polo either. Just just simple, easy-going, good-looking styles, and they've got the logos that you want. If you've got a Banner M polo right now, you are going the way of the dinosaur. It's out. It's time to get some new stuff. Do it now with a trip to the Rogue. Shop at the Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. All right, back in it here with a question from Hale State Scooby, who says he's a longtime listener, but he's a first-time Rumblings participant. That's what we like, some new, some new blood. Do you think Shapin is the only quarterback we'll take out of the portal? If not, who is another you think we could pick up? I don't think it's the only one, Robbie, but who are some names that uh, you might you wouldn't be surprised to see end up at Starkville? I think at this point it's going to be a younger guy that they bring in to compete, and you'll have an open competition between Parson, Shapin, and whoever. Yeah, I don't really have any names right now. It's kind of quiet on that front, but we had no clue about Shapin last week. So it's until something surfaces about a guy visiting or, you know, even a commitment or whatever, I just I don't have anything for you. But I, I feel like I would be shocked if it's a guy that's also a graduate or like a senior, a guy that only has like one year left. I'd be surprised. I think at this point you're probably looking for a younger guy Agreed. that can kind of get involved underneath. Uh, I it just really feels like Shapin's going to be your well, number like one be competition. I feel like you know right. you Shapin compete with Parson and whoever else, and whoever wins the job wins the job. I mean, it it is it, there is a very I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's probable, but I would say there's a there's definitely an opportunity for Parson to win the job as a redshirt freshman. He shows out in spring yeah. practice and looks good. They might go with him. So we'll sure, see. yeah, sure. He can he can do it. Yeah. Um. I, I I think you're correct. I mean, you just bring in as many talented quarterbacks as you can and let them fight it out. I don't okay. think anybody's getting guaranteed a job mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I, I think that you will see one more portal guy. I I feel certain about that. And then let the chips fall in the spring and into the fall camp. Uh, Kyle Wilson, what was your favorite comfort food growing up? What's yours? What like what like what is like comfort food? Like you don't feel good? Yeah, or just something that you know when you when you ate it, you just you felt good. Feel good? Yeah. I always wonder like what the what is the definition of that? Um, I think it's something that it changes for everybody. Like some people's comfort food might be one thing, and that's not anybody else's comfort food. It's just that person. So I think for me, it's either my mom's or my my grandmother, my mama aunt's mm-hmm. uh, spaghetti. Okay, that's, that's their spaghetti. Very good one. Very um, pasty. Okay. It's got a lot of like tomato paste. It's okay. thick. It's like a thick uh, 
Okay. It's not like it's not like just a bunch of like it, it's got a bunch of meat in it, but mm-hmm. it's it's a thick co- coating. I got you. I see what you're of saying. Meat sauce. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. I had some the other night. That that was probably it. Or my mother's homemade bread or homemade rolls or homemade cinnamon rolls. Yeah, Juju, you know something about Juju cinnamon rolls, man. Those things are like that that they are the closest thing to a controlled substance that you can get legally. They're dangerous. They are dangerous, man. You have one bite of those, and the next thing you know, you look up and you've eaten fifteen hundred calories because you just you didn't put them down. And you have diabetes. And you have type two diabetes. Uh, for me, if you're saying like, for me, comfort food is like what takes me back to being a kid again, right? From my mom, my mom, for whatever reason, my mom, her fried chicken was not very good. She she could not fry chicken. But her baked chicken was my favorite. So baked chicken, macaroni and cheese, and some rolls, that mm. would be what I'm talking about. That that was Sunday dinner for my, me and my mom. Yummy. Oh, it was good times. Um, also from Kyle, what are the top three dips that go with chips? I don't think there can be any question that queso is number one. Queso is one. All right. And then I don't really like any other chips. I like um about like uh like a like the it's not I don't consider crack dip to be queso. No cream cheese and no, it's different. Sauce it's, it's different. It's different. Okay. Crack dip too. Um and then what? Like a buffalo chicken oh, dip. Yes. By the way, everything I'm listing right here, we're going to eat it on Saturday. Yes. Oh, and don't forget the uh, we, the bacon cheddar ranch dip too is another one of my wife's favorites. Very, that's good. That's good. Very good. So, yeah, there's yeah buffalo chicken dip. I'm gonna be be sitting by the crock pot there with some with some chips. I mean the t- the whole key with like, like buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, the whole key to like chips, like di- like dips for chips. Mm-hmm. I think is cheese. Yeah, like melted cheese. Melted cheese makes everything better. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the key. You build it into whatever you yeah. want to sausage, ground beef. You know. Whatever, mm-hmm. but that to me. Oh, another good one is uh, corn dip. I, I, I love. Corn, some I made corn, corn dip, dip at, the, at earlier this year. You 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 ate some of that, didn't you? When it, it good? was really good. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. your yours was kind of spicy. I like street it. corn dip. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is more like a. Um, it can be cold or hot. Yeah. It's got cheese in it, corn, maybe like some sour cream. Yeah, um, it's delicious. My sister makes it. A lot. It's really good. There you go. Uh, where are we here? Patrick Williamson, considering my tardiness to last week's rumblings, please see below. You may disregard question number one unless I'm in the twilight zone. In that case, please send help. No mind stepping into the twilight zone. Well, golden earring there. Uh, am I too late? No, you're you're good. You're good, Patrick. Uh, do you tell scary ghost stories at Christmas gatherings? I don't think I've ever done that. I've never done that. Uh, you know, <laughs> about the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's about it. Um, and then, if yes to two, do you follow that up with tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago? Only Christmas long, long ago we ever really talk about is the first one. I don't, I don't know about anything else. So. The third Noel. You gotta get you, that's a, that's a song you need a bass voice for. You need That's true. You need that Johnny Cash deep 
Grab. What is your what is your favorite Christmas song? Okay, so I always break these into two categories. I have fun Christmas songs and then uh, serious Christian, Christian Christmas songs. My yes. favorite Christian or church Christmas song is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I love that song. Uh, oh, okay. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, my my favorite of uh, the other ones is uh, 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 Santa Looked a Lot Like Daddy, Travis Tritt. That's excellent. I love that song so much. I think my favorite like secular Christian Christmas song is Christmas and Dixie. Christmas and Dixie is very good. I love it. Christmas always reminds me of too. Run DMC. Yes. Um. It all that always reminds me of Christmas Day when we're opening presents. Yeah. My dad would play Christmas songs that he had on a CD. Yeah. And Christmas and Dixie was on there. I had I had that and, on my I have my Spotify Christmas playlist, which I have been rocking all week. I started it up last week. Oh it's, yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I love any kind of like rock version of a Chris of a religious Christmas song. I have Ronnie James Dio's God Rest You Merry Gentlemen on here. Oh, that's excellent. And I have Twisted Sisters, O Come All Ye Faithful. Wow. Which is incredible. You need to listen to it because it, it, you know how like all songs are sort of the same four chords? Yeah. Come All Ye Faithful is the same as We're Not Gonna Take It. Oh, that's excellent. It's it's so funny. Like the, the beginning of it is the, is the drum is that. <laughs> like it sounds like we're not going to take it, and then he comes with, "Oh come on, like, yes, Dee Snyder." Oh, Holy Night is my favorite. Oh, Holy Night's a good Christian. One. That is I, I every time the, the they they time. usually sing it. Yeah. They usually sing it every Christmas Eve. We have Christmas Eve service at First Baptist every year, and it's usually part so, of the program. And it's you know, great. I said you need to have a uh, a deep voice to do the first Noel. Yeah, I have on my Christmas playlist is the Crash Test Dummies. Oh yes, I got that guy doing that song. I mean, it's just perfect. So good stuff. Once there was yeah. this guy, yeah. who... I got that guy. So I love <laughs> some Christmas music. Uh, speaking of Christmas, Patrick Williamson again. Please rank the following Christmas movie sequels: Jingle All the Way to Bad. Oh Santa no, to A Christmas Story, Christmas Home Alone, to Lost in New York. And the Santa Claus too. I've seen none of these except for Home really? Alone two. I've seen Home Alone oh. two, and that's it. I didn't even know there was a jingle all the way too. Is Arnold in it? Is that the one with Larry the Cable Guy? Oh God, no! I'm out. No, no. I'm pretty I'm sure not, it is. I'm not ranking any of these. <laughs> Home Alone two is number one. He also left. Well, Santa great... Claus. I feel like the Santa Claus two is number two. Okay, that's fine. It's it's solid. It's solid. They left out a great sequel of a Christmas movie. That's also a Christmas movie. Die Hard. What's that? Oh, yeah. Die Hard 2, also set at Christmas. So. I didn't know there was a bad Santa 2. Yeah. The the Christmas Story Christmas, is that the one that came out recently? I think so. I have not seen it. I don't know that I want to, to be honest with you. I, I watched some of it. It's just not that good to me. I'll just say Home Alone 2 and then Santa Claus 2 and then everything else. Yeah. Wherever. Dalton Lee says, I had possibly the best sandwich in my life down in Tampa, Florida this weekend. What's the best sandwich combo you can concoct? Everything. So the the best sandwich I've ever had in my life, I know where it is. It's at Fred's Meat and Bread in Atlanta, Georgia. Their Philly cheesesteak 
is the best sandwich I've ever had. It is so good. Loaded with meat, loaded with cheese, good bread. You can't beat it. That's the number one. So to me, a Philly cheesesteak is the best sandwich you can concoct. Mine is a hot club sandwich. Yeah, I love a hot club. Love it. Ham, turkey, mm-hmm. cheese, bacon, uh, honey mustard, yeah. maybe some mayo on there. Bacon. Bacon, lettuce, tomato. Yeah. Boom. That to I, me is the best. That that that's that's absolutely acceptable. I I have my own sandwich that I make at my house. Yeah. There's sandwiches are like <laughs> such a complicated thing. Like I don't consider a barbecue sandwich a sandwich. No, 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 no. Right? A burger, a hot dog, those aren't sandwiches. A sandwich um, is like deli sliced yeah. or, so, deli you know, or something. Yeah. Yeah. My my favorite sandwich that I make at my house, mm-hmm. kind of weird, but oh, uh-oh. Uh, ham, turkey, roast beef, pepperoni. Okay. And pickle okay. with mayonnaise and mustard. You were doing so good there, but. The pickle. There's nothing wrong with a, having as many meats on a sandwich as you want. Yeah, but the pepperoni is a nice a spice. little spice yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. pepperoni. Is I good. tried it out one day. It was actually. You know, what, you know what you should put on there though. Some cheese. Some gabagool. Gabagool. Some gabagool. Our, our friend Tom, Tommy DeVito is going to bring the gabagool. I love That's Tommy right. DeVito so much, just for the memes, just because we can make all these Sopranos memes. Did you see his agent last night? Oh my with god! With like the fedora and the he looks like the guy from the from the Godfather two that killed Hyman Roth. <laughs> he looks shot him in the eye. Yeah. Uh, all right. Where are we here? Um, Ryan Morrison is states. Is it now going to be states' lot in life to be a feeder school for football talent? I.e., Ra Ra, Dylan Johnson, Xavion Thomas. You guys act like state doesn't get players out of the portal. I mean, I don't know what you want, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even put Dylan Johnson in that group. Why not? Well, I don't think that he. I don't think this. This was like a stepping stone for right. him. I just think that he was just. He just didn't want to play in the air raid. Yeah, yeah. Xavier Thomas and Ra Ra. Yeah, they're they're looking for better. And State will be that for some players. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about two guys, right? They haven't had anybody else do that. Two guys. I, I think that, you know, I, I just feel like people need to just get over the, like, guys that are leaving. Yeah. And just don't, like, don't get attached to players. Exactly. Just There's going to be guys that leave oh, wait, because they Thomas, want more how many money. How did he have this year? Xavier Thomas? Ra-Ra. Ra-Ra. Uh, you can look it up. So Rara Thomas on the season had 23 catches. Last year at State he had 44. So I mean, yeah, I guess he, you know, he he he's gonna he he had a better season, but in terms of of wins and losses, but I mean, and I'm not and I'm not saying that he if had he stayed here he would have had a great season because his offense was so bad. But let's not act like when you say they're a feeder program, you you expect that guy to go on and become a superstar, right? He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know he he's going to get to play with you know in a New Year's Six game, and he got yeah. to play in the SEC championship. I mean, he's great. He can say he played at Georgia, but it wasn't you know all sunshines and rainbows for him this year. Right. Uh, His production went down. Yeah. 
Andrew Norwood, Letter Kenny has announced that this will be their last season. Thoughts on this Canadian comedy? You ever watched it? Never seen it. Moving on. Shohei Atani just signed to the Dodgers for 10 years, $700 million. Does this affect his likability? This thing that the Dodgers are doing where they're deferring all the money to the end, that's not acceptable to me. That, like, I'm, that's I'm crazy. Gonna, I'm going to tap out on MLB on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm that, not, not going to. But what's the point? That's crazy. Like it, it, that, that, that's, that can't be allowed. It just can't. Uh, Minnesota is about to have a brown Christmas. Is it wrong to laugh? What does that mean? Uh, sounds kind of gross. Well, I guess I'm going to have to Google it. There's a Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm dreaming of a brown Hold on. Christmas. Brown Christmas meaning. That's still not it. Oh, that's that doesn't need to be it. The Urban Dictionary. Uh, nope, that's not good. Less than one inch of snow. Wait, is that what it means? Does that mean like uh, it's, it's just gonna not going to snow much? Okay, it's not okay, going to snow gonna... much. Okay, that's that's what it means. So yeah, does it find? Is it fun to? Is it okay to laugh? Uh, I guess I, I, it doesn't really. I can't really say that I'm I'm affected by it one way or the other. Maybe there's another meaning to it. I don't know. Well, there is from Urban Dictionary, but I'm not reading that on the air. Nor should you. I'll take your word for it. Very good. Uh, let's see here. Broken Fairchild, would you have been more surprised if you woke up with your head sewn to the carpet than when you found out who our defensive coordinator is? Yes, head sewn to the carpet would have been more surprising than Coleman Hutzler, but not much. Yeah, when that was released, I had to look at the name twice, and both times I said, who? Who? Who is My that? Favorite part of it, I think I told you, is I texted John Talty immediately, right? Covers Alabama. It's like, hey, tell me about this guy. And his response was, seems all right, but I've never talked to him. It's like, you oh. got to be kidding me. Come on. Oh, boy. Uh, rank these coming-of-age movies. Almost Famous, Stand By Me, The Goonies, 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club. First off, what a solid lineup, right? That's a great. That's I can watch all of those. Movies. The Breakfast Club is my favorite out of the group. Okay. I put Goonies first. Okay. But Breakfast Club is right there. I'll go Breakfast Club, Goonies, Stand By Me, Almost Famous, 16 Candles. They're all good, though. Being on this list is not not an an indictment of your movie. Mine is Goonies, Breakfast Club, Almost Famous, uh, Stand By Me, 16 Candles. Oh, I just got a uh, email from our our guy who does our intro. Nice. I'll have to check out what he sent me later. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, new intro. I we'll see. Patrick Swindoll ranked these songs with the color black in their title: Black Dog, Black, Black Betty, Fade to Black, Paint It Black, Back in Black. First off, did he miss any? Is there a big song that he missed there? Black Velvet. Black Velvet. I would have gone Black Velvet over uh, Black Betty. Yes. But other than that, that's fine. Black Betty is last. Black Velvet was about Elvis, right? That's right. I'm going to go... What's another another song with the... I think these are fine. Uh, Back in Black is number one. Black Magic Woman. That's true. Black Water. Oh, black water. Keep on rolling. Davy Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but of these ones, I would go, I think Back in Black is one. Yes. Okay. Back in Black, 
Black by Pearl Jam is number two for me. I don't know about that. That might be I my like favorite. That, song, but, uh, that might be my favorite Pearl Jam song. You see, you just don't like the Rolling Stones. It's your issue here. Right. Uh, now, I, I like Painted Black, but it's not ahead of Black. I'm going to uh, go Pearl Jam. Back in Black. This is mine. You, you can go yours after. Black. Back in Black. Fade to Black. Black Dog. Painted Black. Black. Black Betty. Oh, Fade to Black second, huh? I like Fade to Black. That's number three for me. Okay. Back in Black. Black. Fade to Black. Black Dog. Uh, Painted Black. Black Betty. Ambalam. All right. Yes. Patrick Swindoll, assuming the men's basketball team finishes out the non-conference slate with two losses, what record do you think they need to be in conference to be in the tournament? I mean, if they're 10 and 8, they're in. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year they were 8 and 10. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they'd be but in. Last year the net was a little bit better. Although the net's very good this year. It is very Yeah. Good. They were so good in non-conference that afforded yeah. them some time, but 10 wins should get them in. Do you think the football roster will fill in with transfers after the coming weekend visit, or will Levy need to work the portal hard in the summer as well? I think it's going to be a process that takes us all the way into the season, to be honest with you. Like, all the way up to the preseason camp. They'll get, you know, a few transfers this this cycle. They'll get a few transfers in the spring, Mm -hmm. and then they'll get some, you know, at the start of summer. I mean, it's it's going to be like a choppy process, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ray Campbell, would you rather have Frosty the Snowman for a friend or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for a friend? I would much rather have a flying reindeer, I think, than a snowman. Well, Frosty's going to die after yeah, like say, two days. When we get to March, it's over. <laughs> Unless we lived in like the mountains, like right. in Colorado yeah. or someplace like that, yeah. we're we're not going to be able to... Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely flying reindeer. Yeah. Would you rather have a visit from the ghost of Christmas past or the ghost of Christmas future? Definitely past. I don't want to see. Yeah, that. I don't want to see what's. I don't want to see what's to come. I would much rather go back and relive some of the great Christmases I've had in the past and see myself as a kid and my mom when she was younger, my dad and stuff like that. So. Correct. Ah, uh, <laughs> Andy Atkinson, the enforcer, double A. I've heard about a new MSU news site that provides recruiting updates and has a message board, but I can't remember the name of the site. I know it includes a number in the name. Could you help me out on that? That is the On3 site. Uh, it is a new website. Uh, Mississippi State has an On3 site. You ch- check that out. Got some. It's got some pretty good information. Paul Jones works there. I don't know if, if Robbie remembers Paul. Uh, they used to work together, uh, but uh, that's who's there. Ah. Uh, I had fun yesterday on Twitter. So when Mario Craver committed, somebody asked if that old Miss troll was going to be concerned about it. And the guy's troll name was Lane Train 10 and 2. So the guy, oh so State, fan, State fan asked me, do you think Lane Train is 10 and 2 is worried about this? Some old Miss fan says, I don't think he's very concerned about it. So I was like, well, he was sure concerned about it yesterday. Oh, yeah, you got a source? And I just linked the guy. So he's like, here's Lane Train 10 and 2. Right. He, he thought he thought you were talking about Lane Kiffin. He thought I was. Like, I, I kept waiting on him to go, oh, that's not what I meant. And be like, well, then don't interject, jackass. But <laughs> I didn't get the chance. So I'll just say it here. Uh, oh, man. This this uh, Egg Bowl Twitter, man. It's, it's so good. Here's where, here's where I found out that Strange Brew Coffee House and Churning Spoon were making a Christmas tree cake ice cream. 
So I need to go check that out. Why not? Brick Thomas, do prison buses have emergency exits? And they got to, right? Every bus has an emergency exit. Yeah, you probably just have to have like a key or yeah, or something. Or you know, it's just if you're on a prison bus, you're handcuffed. So, don't like like prison buses. Don't they have like a like they have a cage. fence? Yeah, they have a fence around the seats. Yeah. But there's got there's got to be something. Yeah, I mean the back will probably be the door on it, like a regular bus. Yeah, uh, Brick wants us to predict what bad thing will happen now that state has gained some momentum. I will not. No, absolutely not. I will not put. I will not speak anything into his existence. If you look at the message board, it seems like everything. Yeah, what's is the bad good right now? What <laughs> exactly? Are we fixing to witness a possible Super Bowl with Chiefs super fans Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes, or will we have another AFC savior? I don't think the Chiefs have got it right. It's going to hurt your feelings when I say this, but I think the Ravens are the team to watch. Ugh, I know, right? I like yeah, the Dolphins, like but if Tyreek Hill is hurt, I, I can't. I can't get behind that. Yeah. Um. I want to see Dak versus Lamar Jackson in the Super Bowl, just so a lot of people's head can explode. A lot of narratives will get broken some one way or the other that night. Yeah, I just don't think that. I don't think that the Chiefs have it this year. They don't. Mahomes, they don't. Mahomes wide receivers are absolute trash. Like, like, this is the yeah, worst wide receivers he's had. I, I don't understand what they what the thought process was on that. So no. that well, they're just they got guys that are gobbling up all the money. Yeah, well, I get that. But Chris you gotta, Jones, got to draft some guys. Something. Uh, Rob Hadaway, who is older, Ferris or Jeannie B- Bueller? Ferris is mentioned as about to graduate, but he also doesn't have a car, and Jenny does. Are they twins? What a great question. That's a good point. I've never really thought about that. I always just assumed she was the older sibling. I, it feels like she's older, and but he, when they say he's about to graduate, though, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe they're car. twins. But they had the family obviously had money. Look at that house they lived in. So yeah, it's a nice house. So yeah, nice uh, neighborhood in Chicago. They might be twins. Yeah. Rank these Christmas movies I've never seen. Scrooged, Gremlins, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Rob. Never seen Scrooge? Never seen Gremlins? A, a person of he's the same age as me, I think. Have you not I figured Gremlins? that would be a, a staple for people your age. Yeah. Gremlins should be, yeah. Uh Scrooge is one because it's the most Christmassy of all of them. And it's also really good. Uh he, I'm surprised he hasn't watched Scrooge. Yeah. Not a bit a Bill Murray fan. I can't believe you haven't seen Scrooge. He's actually got them ranked the way I would rank them. Scrooge, Gremlins, Nightmare Before Christmas. I have never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. I've seen it once. And it's it's. I mean, it's just... It's, I'm Weird. Just, yeah. Last one from Rob. My seventh grade daughter started reading a popular book series, and today a classmate saw it, and despite being told that she was early on reading and didn't want it spoiled, the girl proceeded to spoil the entire series. What is an appropriate response? All right. We're going to have to wait on this one, right? This is going to be revenge is a, a dish best served cold. All right. We're going to have, you need your daughter to stay really close friends with this girl so that we can ruin her wedding day. All right. All right. <laughs> we are going to set loose like a, a horse in the church the day of her wedding and let it crap <laughs> all over the place. All right. We, this is, this deserves it, it payback. To the nth degree. How dare That's you? rough, man. Yeah. 
Either that, or you need to con- you need to somehow like convince everybody in the school that she's adopted. <laughs> Just start that rumor. Golly, man, that what a what a terrible kid, what a terrible human being. Who, if, if you're listening to this kid, or if the parents of that child are listening, you screwed up. You raised a sociopath. All right, and when she's in parchment, no one's going to be surprised. Or wherever the women go now, I don't know where women go in this state. So, they don't go to part. Is parchment just men? It's parch woman. <laughs> nice. I couldn't resist it. Just right there, AJ Clay. A few nights ago, I was watching wrestling on TV. I found my kids watching wrestling on TV. My five-year-old daughter was jumping on the couch, saying, "Ooh, he killed that man!" When someone was body slammed through a table. We had a good time watching the tag team match, and the comments from the kids had me rolling. They truly believed every part of it was legitimate. And this got me to thinking about if we carried this idea into adulthood, that everything we see on TV is real. So my question to you both, would this be amazing or completely horrifying? I'd be thinking that Morgan Fairchild got around a lot is what I would be thinking, I guess. Like, man, she has a boyfriend on every show. But here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. That's what people do when they watch shows. Yeah, you, suspend, you suspend yeah. disbelief. But it's, well, but once the show is over, the the difference is in wrestling. It used to be you thought that Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes were really not friends; that they hated each other and were trying to hurt each other at all times. Right. And so, imagine if that, like, you know, if you saw, you know, Rachel and Ross, and you're like, "Hey, how you kids doing? Good to see y'all. You're gonna make it." I just, but I, I just, I've never understood the people that are like, "You realize it's fake, right?" Like. <laughs> I'm watching wrestling for entertainment. I realize there's no such thing as dragons either, but I enjoyed Game of Thrones. Exactly. That's always that. I always think of that. Like, like Brian Cranston can actually cook meth, you know. When you watch a show, when you watch your favorite show, yeah, and that goes for people of all ages. The you know, I'm sure your grandparents watched Days of Our Lives. Like, did you? Did, did your grandparents believe that those people were? You know, a real family, and this guy's sleeping around with this woman, and they're passing like husbands and wives to each other. Like, like, did you people really believe that was true? I, I don't. That that's how I approach wrestling. I don't understand exactly. people that try to make it like. Hold on, are you telling me that Marlena Marlena was not actually possessed by the devil? <laughs> are you telling me Victor Kiriakis wasn't really a bad person? What? <laughs> Uh, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's basically uh, uh, a soap opera. Yeah. The Maroon Buffoon says, how do we feel about the name Chef Lebby or Little Lebby Cake? I don't like either one of those, to be honest. I hate it. I think yeah. that's a terrible, those are terrible nicknames, yeah. Maroon Buffoon. Like Little Lebby, it feels like what if we didn't like him, what we would call him. It's like something like an Ole Miss fan would do, yeah, would yeah. say. We're, like we're, Moo on you. To the next Maroon Buffoon. On to the next. Uh, also from the Marine Food, have you heard of On3 Sports? It's that cool new website. We were just talking about it. Crazy. Uh, the Perry Cafeteria, the actual cafeteria, ask us, what is the best Danny McBride series, in your opinion? If either of you have watched Righteous Gemstones and Yellowstone, please consider the plotline parallels, even down to the Season 2 finale shootouts. I haven't watched either one of those. The only one of Danny McBride series I've watched is uh, Eastbound and Down, which is fantastic, so. You would love Righteous Gemstones. I probably would. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, I need to check it out. I love anything. Walt, is it Walker Walter Goggins? Walter Goggins. 
anything that guy's in? The guy plays Baby Billy. Oh yeah, that guy's just fantastic in everything that he does. That he he's so funny as that man. Like I and like he reminds me of like the scummy like people that are tr- like trying to get your money on the like the evangelists that try to get your money with yeah. like the 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 water from like the Jordan River or whatever. That right, right. He, he's it's perfect. I mean, these guys are. Like they're just they're bringing out every stereotype of those people in the show. It's it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, also from the maroon buffoon, can we make bottomland baseball jerseys happen? They already have some camo mossy oak jerseys, right? They've already done that. They did yeah. that in uh, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So they no lost back to that. They lost in those, and they've never worn them again. Yeah. Keep us right. After looking at the GIF of me getting the plate of food, what restaurant was I eating at? That was the that's at a Seafood Junction. Correct. Algoma. We need to go back there. I said, well, how have we not gone back? I mean, I'm ready when you are. I want you to tell Big Daddy we're going to load up. I want you to put the word out there that we back up, all right? We back up. We're going to Seafood Junction soon. About to tear up the Seafood Junction. We need to go to Seafood Junction and go see our friend Catfish Chris, Crawfish Chris again. We we need to go to Seafood Junction on like you know Thursday or so, whatever the day is where it's that's not. What, you know, it, it would be cheap. I'd like, you'd be able to get off the fu- the horn cheap, but I should be like, we should. That's where I should make you go. Like you got to drive me. You got to drive me to Algoma, and then <laughs> bring us home. Stand in line. Oh no, we're gonna get there early. We we'll, we'll get there open to close, my friend. I got get there with the blue hairs. Yeah. Uh, also from Kivas, who do you think is behind the Devil Mask group? I'm thinking it's Adam Cole Bebe. I haven't watched last week's Dynamite yet. I need to. I need to watch that tonight. That's uh, been I, my prediction. I think that's who it's going to be too. That they, they got to break them up at some point. So, I think that'd be a great story too. Yeah, yeah. That that's been my prediction the whole time. Is it's yeah. Adam Cole? All right, brace yourself. Here we go, Corey. Oh Pippen. no, I, I saw these last night. And here we go. Calm down. It's going to be okay. Ugh. Pick it on Brian's weight is low-hanging fruit. His other low-hanging fruit is shaving his football number in his head. Did you ever do anything as overtly embarrassing as this, apart from your mustache? <laughs> it's just so subtle. It's so subtle the way you just like throw well, a knife into your stomach. When I was like four or five, oh, I got a cow. cross. I got a cross shaved into the back of my head where my um, duck tail, my, you know, like a little rat, rat tail. tail. Oh my, You had a rat tail? Yeah, still oh. do. Still oh. do. Oh. It's a, it's a natural rat tail. Yeah. It's not like a, it's, it's not like, you know, I grew out the rat tail mm-hmm. like AJ Brown did that time. Yeah. 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 It's, it just naturally goes into the tail. I got you. And oh. I, I made that a cross. When I was like four, my parents didn't even know I was doing it. I like I asked for it to happen. I need I need I need pictures of that if we can. Make this it. was like 1994. It was like popular back then. Oh yeah, yeah. That's when you did it. Yeah, but that's different. You know, oh, it's different. You were you were grown at that point. You were you were like 18. Yeah, I was. Uh a lot of series when ending like to wrap things up on a positive note. What would be a positive end if Thunder and Lightning ended? Brian ends up skinny. Bob grows a new finger. 
or former villain Matt Stevens does a heel turn to help defeat Robbie. <laughs> Bob growing Bob another growing finger up. would be something. I would, I'd, I'd like to see that, yeah. Matt Stevens does a heel turn? Yeah, he's actually the heel. Wouldn't it be a face turn? A face turn is what he means. He's already a heel. Right. Last one from Corey. Since you did the catfish tour, would a gas station food tour ever be worth doing? With Brian's weight loss and built-in years of digestive system abuse, he can take it now. <laughs> I think Robbie's <laughs> muted. <so. laughs> Robbie's as red as a beet right this second. <laughs> digestive system abuse. Oh, oh God! I saw a doctor I, today. That I, that I, I, I thought it was a nice. Year. I thought it was uh, a nice question. Yeah, I uh, I saw a doctor today that I see once a year, and I walked in. She was just like. Oh my God! She's like I'm so proud of you. It's like, and then you have Corey Pilkington. Who's yeah. Well, you know what, just, Corey Pilkington, he keeps you on your toes, man. Keeps you on your toes. Uh, Wade Jones, Sebo has already asked who is going to win the Super Bowl, but you've been provided with new information. So who's going to play for it? I'm saying 49ers, Ravens. That's my Super Bowl pick today. Like I really think that the Cowboys have a chance. Have a chance, but you have to consider that their history is they will choke in the playoffs. Yes. And so it's hard they have to, to go to San in. Fran. They can't win. No, after what we saw yeah. the first time they played. Uh, Niners, Ravens. I, I feel like it's going to be San Fran. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one one bad night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Caleb Rhodes, is Dak winning MVP? Dak Prescott is the favorite to win the MVP right now. No question. He is, which is crazy. So it's fun to see. Mississippi State has a chance to have a guy win the MVP. It's yeah. wild. Hunter Manis, how many owls would you have to see in a day before it became weird? That's a really good question. Three. I saw one the other night. I one I never see them. One is okay. Three. If you saw three owls in a day, you'd be like, something's going on. What's what's up with this? Yeah. The what's is the world about to come to an yeah, end? Exactly. Uh, also from Hunter, is Buzz McAllister the most punchable Christmas movie character of all time? Ooh. Uncle Frank is the most punchable. Uncle Frank Christmas. is much worse. Yeah, I agree. Uncle Frank, uh, Scut Farkas. Yeah. Scut Farkas. He had yellow eyes. So help me God, yellow eyes. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else. Oh, Donald Trump is in Home Alone too. You, you wanted to punch Donald Trump back then? I, I want to punch him now. Punch him, I'll punch Joe Biden, I'll punch both of them. Getting political. Ah, you're right. In honor of Mike Leach, would you rather have a peg leg or a hook for a hand? That's tough. I'd rather have the hook, I think. No, I, I want, I want my leg? hands. You I want, want my hands. Leg? Well, yeah, but you can put stuff on it. You can do what? You can put stuff on it. You can put like a shoe on it. You can... I mean, people have prosthetic legs. Prosthetic leg is one thing. But like a wooden leg. A wooden peg leg. No, I'm going with the hook hand. I mean, you you don't want to pick, you don't want to have, like, I don't want to have to pick up everything with, like, my left hand. That's it. I'm just saying. That's why I go. Uh, Walk around with a hook. Yeah. Alexandra Watson asks us, if a drunk pedestrian is walking or riding a bike in the middle of the road and is hit by a drunk driver, who is at fault? So I thought about this. Just so we're going to use like a, a principle of logic here. 
just take they're both drunk, right? So mm-hmm. just take that out of the equation. If you hit somebody on your if you if you're driving and you hit somebody on a bike in the middle of the road, you're at fault. Well, if you if you get in any kind of accident, yeah, and they see that you're drunk, you're, uh, you're at fault. It's not you're illegal going to... to to bike drunk drunk. You you can ride a bicycle drunk. That is legal. It is not legal to drive drunk. Is that legal? I, I, is there? A, I cannot imagine there's a law that says you can't drink while riding a bicycle. I can't imagine that that law exists. I th- I think it might be like we, any kind of like transportation. I don't know, but I if but I know I know like if you're in a golf cart, you can like a golf cart. Yeah, like some like stuff like yeah. that. Like you can be a DUI. I I, I got to think that for sure the car. But if you hit somebody in your car, it doesn't matter if you're drunk or not. You are at fault. Yes. So. Uh, let's see here, Nathan Kelly. Name a time when you inconveniently had to use the restroom extremely bad, and there was not one in sight. I have only. Uh, Gone number two, crapped in public once, and that was we were out at a uh, at a river, and I had to go, so I just went. I went, got off to the bank, went up in the woods, handled that, came back out, let the let the water do the cleansing, and went from there. Okay, then right. I I get caught on Highway eighty two all the time trying to get back to Matheson. The stretch just, between Matheson and and Winona is tough. Sometimes they've got to get something between Matheson and Starville. You yeah. can't have twenty oh, miles with nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah, Matheson and Starville is nothing. If, if, and like I'll, I'll be coming back from Starville, and I'll get off that ramp off of twenty five on eighty two, mm-hmm. and it'll hit me. And yeah. I'll I told just the story of of my Oxford trip too, where uh, yes, where I was leaving Oxford as as soon as I passed that gas station on Highway uh, Seven, I guess it is. Uh, the junction, I immediately had to go, and I had to drive all the way to Bruce before I was able to get relief. So there you go. There is no better feeling though. Whenever you get it, yeah. Oh, you're wrong. Not wrong about that. Jeffrey Chancellor, congrats on the new sponsor. You previously stated that Pip Printing made banners. That's correct. Would you feel conflicted if they made you a giant banner of the Banner M? Yes, I would feel conflicted. I won't lie. Be like, wow, thanks for this, but at the same time, be like, eh. You wouldn't publicize it. Did you see what Brandon Walker got for for Christmas? By the way, you see what Mark Titus got him for Christmas? I saw that It was like the number one person. He got him a banner of, of of yeah. I wish Mark Titus had used Pip Printing. Didn't he? Didn't him and that guy yes. have like they a used big to hate each other? And now, so now he loves the guy because he said he was number one, right? Yeah, number personality. Yeah, it makes sense. Basically, let me let me tell you a little something about Brandon Walker. If you kiss his ass, he will like you. That's true. So just simple as that. Uh, Maybe that's why he doesn't like me. I, that could be it. be it. Jeffrey Chancellor, is it flip someone off or flick someone off? It's flip. I, I hate when people say flick somebody off. It's not flick, it's flip. Yes. And then, also, does your thumb go outward on its own or inwards and resting on the other fingers? I always say you make a fist and then you pop the big boy up there. There he is. So it's it's inside at all times. Yeah. I'm not a, yeah. I'm, I don't do that number there. No. Uh, let's see here. This is, I'm not reading all these song lyrics, Ani. I'm just not. So we'll move on from that one. Uh, the dude, what is your favorite Christmas entree, side dish, and dessert? Here's the issue. I have never been locked into a Christmas entree the way I am with, uh, 
turkey on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah. So, like, it just changes. Like, last year, I did a pork roast. This year, I'm doing a prime rib. Years, we've always, we did a ham for a long time. I love a ham on Thanksgiving, on, on Christmas. So I'm I, doing Boston butt this year. I'm just not locked into anything like that. So, there you go. What's your favorite Christmas movie? If you had to say number one, what is it? Um, Probably Christmas Vacation. Okay. Christmas Story is, is mine. Although, I would say Christmas Carol might be one of mine. Ah, we got somebody listening to us in Malaysia, by the way. That's amazing. Very excited. Uh, let's see here. And then this other person says they listen to it on trips into India, Canada, and the Dominican Republic. If your business is trying to go international, reach out to me. I got you. I've got the uh, I've got the marketing ability for you. We can get you all over the world. Tony Clark. Went to lunch and got what was called a roll with my food. Do you think this is a roll or a biscuit? What's the best food mix-up that ever happened to you? That is a biscuit. That's a biscuit. 100% that is a biscuit. So that is that is a good thing. I'm trying to think. I, I remember Just a few weeks ago, I went to, you know, I like to go to Hardee's, right? And I get the original hot ham and cheese. It's just a little, it's a small sandwich, right? And when I got up there, the woman looked at me and she was like, they made the big ones. Is that okay? I was like, are you going to charge me for the big one? She was like, no. I was like, then yeah, it's okay. Sure. I'll take it. I feel like the, um, I feel like Two Brothers was doing, when they were doing the prime rib French dip. Yeah. They were doing like a hoagie bun yeah. or something at one you point. Gotta, and they were like, yeah, I remember this. we're all out of hoagie buns. Would you take the, the Gambino French bread? I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Can yeah, you just do that forever now? Yeah, exactly. The French bread is superior to Hokies. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all for today. Oh, we got one more. The Big Brain Bulldog says he was he's tuned in from Indonesia, Singapore, and Beijing back in early. We haven't been banned in China. That's good. That's good to know. They love us in China. They love we're huge in China. All right, guys. Have a great Thursday, Robbie and I or Wednesday. Robbie and I'll be back with you on Thursday. We'll talk about the SEC schedule. That'll finally be all done tomorrow plus we'll have uh msu basketball mississippi state murray state to wrap up so no future brian it'll just actually be me and robbie it'd be great yeah have a good one guys talk to you tomorrow for robbie falk i'm brian hey dad thanks for listening to thunder and lightning on super talk mississippi Mississippi Media Production.